It's all about drugs. Well, I had some edibles today, and they were good, and I was high when that guy tried to show me his dick, so it wasn't that horrible. All right. Speaking of bone, more fish bone, and then we'll be back with uh, jokes by Kyle Marcy and then whoever else shows up.
having a hard time paying attention or something just toss it on the ground there you go i clean i clean up after well no but the contamination's on the outside not the inside he used the thing on the at the no, I, I, if you're not, I mean, if you're worried about the pot food that you eat off me, like, I already don't have, I'm not a vector. I'm, I'm fucking negative, bitches. I get tested one, once a week. You think I, I, there ain't nothing here. Mutiny Radio is clandestine as fuck. Yeah, I get tested. Um, so there's free testing in the Tenderloin on the street between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Tuesdays and Wednesdays on um, Ellis between Jones and Taylor. And you wait in line just for a second, and they swab your nose. Yeah, by Jones and Police Station, kind of near there. Um, thanks, Kyle. We don't need to. You don't want. He doesn't want comments anyway. It's fine. Does he want comments? Hey, tell him. Give him. Give him comments. Get it. Get it. Comments. Comments. Get him. Get him. Get him. Comments. You come back in the thing over here. <laughs> that that or that, talk, either yeah. one. What about this one? That mic one check, mic check. One two. Oh my God, Kyle Morris, you're fantastic and beautiful. Um, I like, I like, I think if you were to like say like instead of them invade, I think that's great. They're invading. I think it's hilarious. But like, communist China, like use like the, I don't know, just like throw in more facts, like communist America or something. We have to become like communist America yeah. or something. There, like there's that. actually an '80s joke. Red Dawn, oh, Wolverines. Oh. Uh, you could do like, but that's when Cuba invades. But it, it's an old like Red Dawn is an old movie that they remade Red Dawn. No, they didn't. No. No. Wolverines. They cannot remake that movie. But if they did, maybe they should do it with Chinese people because it makes sense. Wow. Well, there you go. Don't waste my cheese, Sam. They love us. All right, I'm a, are you going yeah, to yeah, yeah. say something. Yeah. I was just going to say, Chinese is a very hard language. Yeah. Uh, oh, I hey, think the reason me. Chinese people are so good at uh, learning Chinese is because they're Chinese. Ooh, that's a good, ooh. That does make sense. Kind of circular, yeah. but yeah. Another another interesting thing about the Chinese language is that it's tonal. So M-A with like ma, 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 they're all totally different words. One means like shit and one means something dog and something means like grandma. And it's, but it's because it's tonal. So it's, it's, it's impossible to learn. All right, here's one. So I really like the uh, ADD joke. I think that's good. I think that you should make it, you can extend it by making the doctor not understand what you're talking about. So if you were to say, like, doctor, I have ADD, and he's go, okay, you have trouble focusing. You go, no, people have trouble focusing on me. Ah, it's like, oh, you're, wait, I don't understand. Like, ADD means you have a lack of attention. You go, I do have a lack of attention. No one's paying attention to me, you know? So you can just kind of tell the same punchline over and over if the doctor is an idiot. Yay, Kyle Morrissey. Hey, have, have fun on your... Oh, you go even, ahead, go ahead. You could even say, like, at the end of that, be like, have a punchline, something like, Doc, you're just not, you're not listening to what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, that sort of thing. Did you just think of that? You're not listening. Kyle, have fun on your podcast. Um, it's Like an Adult Podcast with Chris Ferdinandson and Mike Nordstrom, and he's going to be on that later, so look for that on the internets. That was Kyle Morrissey. Yay. Well, who wants to go next? I know that Jack is here. I see. Oh, Sam's going to go. Okay. So, 
And it's fine. I mean, it's fine that Sam's going to eat all of my expensive cheese, but it's okay because I bought it with food stamps. And so Uncle Sam bought it, and it's fine. And I have plenty of food stamps, and I can go buy more expensive cheese that he almost ate the whole thing of. (sighs) Okay, put your hands together, everybody. Hi, Mike. Hi. (laughs) Put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yay. Like nice, expensive things with food stamps. How? Why can you do that? Why can you That's buy? That's good. I like that things. feedback. Thank you for that feedback. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, like you can you can buy you can buy nice cheese. You can buy caviar. You could trade your food stamps and buy a prostitute. I think that weed doesn't make you funnier. It's been rolling through my head lately. I don't think weed makes you funnier. I think it does the opposite. Case in point. I don't know. Oh wait, yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a joke. For, I got a joke. I got a real joke. Uh, I like to jerk off to my imagination. Sam, you're so creative. Because I'm jerking off to my imagination. Um, let's see. Let's see. Do I have any other jokes? <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom and dad share a birthday, and I try to buy presents for them at the same time. So I bought my mom a Brazilian wax, but I went to a place where they turned the wax into a candle after. So I, I gave my dad the candle. Um, hold on. I feel like I have more material than this. You could I, always just I, I riff do. on how you're a rich person that just ate a poor, poor Oh, poor I am very cheese. rich. Yes, I am very rich. I'm very rich. Uh, I assume you all are not. Is that rela- is that relatable material? You're you're not rich. You look rich today, Mark. You have two cigarettes, and you have a hat. There's a certain word for that. That's a beret. I think there's a different word for that hat when there's a when there's a a, thi- uh, a bill. Yes, a faggy hat. That's that can't be right. That that's a slur. You think that's the that's the real name for that hat? A faggy hat. Mark's wearing a faggy hat. I never do that. And a camel skin duster. The camel skin duster is very nice. Very nice. Thank you. I think. Oh, I think the. I think the rainfor. I think the rainforest is is taking its revenge on the white man for ruining the rainforest. Uh, in in. In the ple- in the realm of pleasure depletion, I think th- I think the rainforest is upset that we're cutting down all these trees and using them for toilet paper. So what the rainforest is doing is it's making our bums real red and rashy from the toilet paper, uh, so we can't get pegged by women and other men, and that's like, cause we're really fucking up the rainforest. The rainforest is trashed, 
and and the rainforest is taking its revenge on us by by making our assholes red and rashy so that we can't get pegged. It's like in the sense that it's like a pleasure depletion thing. You got you guys get it? You guys following that? Because like in Japanese in Japanese uh, what do they call it? Japan. In Japan, they uh, men regularly get anally inserted. This is a, this is a, a well-known cultural fact that that men in Japan get pegged often by their girlfriends. You know why? Because they got they don't use toilet paper. They have a, a jet stream of water that shoots right up into the rectum, and they don't have an a-, a red and rashy asshole that that prevents you from getting pegged. Honestly, I think uh, I don't know. I'd be down. I'd be down to get. Uh, a toilet that shoots water in my ass. But I do worry about a ricochet effect. Like on my balls. Like if the water were to hit my ass and then at a certain angle it would like, it would splash, it would splash shit water onto my balls. And then there's nothing worse than balls that smell like shit. For for when you go down on yourself, <laughs> for when you're sucking your own dick and you smell your shitty balls, it's crazy that people get that surgery to suck their own dick. You know the one that you like. If you're gonna get a surgery to suck your own dick, don't get a rib removed. Enlarge your penis. How's that not th- your first choice? You remove a rib before you just make your dick larger. Dick man. Thank you. I appreciate the nickname Dick Man. I try to envision that as like a superhero. Like, where all of my limbs in my head are an uncircumcised penis. And I fly through the sky like a plane, like a crop duster plane, and I jizz on all the plants. I don't really, I don't know. This is fun. I don't. I don't want to do material right now. I don't. I just. Is that obvious? Thanks, Shaq. <laughs> Thank you. God, can't believe I have to do an hour up here. Let's see. Let's see. We got. God, Trump's doing another term. That sucks. That sure isn't fun. Well, I'll gi- I'll give up the floor to someone else. <laughs> Sam sucking just the tip of his own dick. Yay! Oh, if anybody has comments, <laughs> anybody have anything to questions? That's another thing. <laughs> you have questions? Anybody have questions? Nope. Jen, scared to ask questions? I'm very scared. You look young and limber. I'll jump through that window if you say anything mean to me, Jen. What did we we learn that Sam likes ass play? That's what we learned on today's podcast. No, I don't because my asshole is too red and rashy for me to enjoy anything because of tissue paper. You're a rich boy. Invest in a bidet. I'm very rich. Yeah. (laughs) You can get a bidet. It's not a big deal. And it, 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 you can wash your balls with your bidet too. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Anybody 
I guess I can't a bidet. Get a bidet. I'm not into it. It's against no. my religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jen, what do you have to say? You have something to say. You offer the mic. I'd like to thank my ugly asshole right now. Um, I'm saving my butthole for marriage. I'm not oh, into butt stuff. That's just me. I'm old school that way. Speaking of butt stuff, here's Mark Neuer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he, I told him that's he was the Cruella de Vil of strippers. <laughs> stripper management because he's trying yeah. to skin them and make them into a coat i don't know it's a special coat it's like half and half you'd better fucking believe it cruella de vil hey is cruella de vil and the how'd your set go is, is cruella and the <laughs> de vil and the and the bad lady from ariel mermaid movie no, are they related uh, 101 dalmatians man yeah well his ariel question movie. is are ursula and ursula Cruella de Vil. Yeah, or Ursula and Cruella de Vil. I are think, all I Disney so. villainesses related? They've they kind so of are because they're all They stepmoms. have similar hair. Oh, they they're are. all pretty much stepmoms. I think they're cousins. Their are horrible. Well. Sorry, stepfather. I mean. Equality now. It's hard when I you can't trust your yeah, own mother. Why, why aren't there any evil Equality stepdads? Equality in five minutes. Why aren't there any evil stepdads in Disney videos? Like, if, if they're going to. Because they're all rapists. They, yeah. Well, they need to bring that out, you know? Like, weird. Come on. There's no no more of this evil stepmom bullshit. Fucking pate. I know with food stamps, right? No, so good. And they didn't even give me shit at Gus's for foie gras with food stamps. How are you gonna pass up on this pate? That's my question. Is there there a limit to like how fancy you can get? No. No. Just because I'm poor doesn't mean I can't have good taste. That's so fucked up. Like calorie wise too, that truffle brie has so many calories. It's like it's cheaper than a steak, really, and it probably has more calories. You get like a gold plated white truffle. Uh, drizzle. I can I can buy white truffle oil with for caviar and ca- with food stamps. That's not a problem. I buy lobster with food stamps. It's some fat. White um, truffle. It should just be like a siren in the grocery store that goes off if you try to. Do Why? That. But that's not fair. Just because I mean I saved white up my food truffle. stamps for this. Like I didn't eat other foods so that I could splurge on the cheese that Sam ate. Because you know <laughs> I'm poor. People? I don't have any income. What's I'm it sorry. like being rich? <laughs> yeah, Sam. What's it like being Do rich? Tell. Yeah, with nice calves. Fucking, it's so fantastic. Damn I can't. It. I feel like it's a lot of pressure with those calves. It's so, so, so to good. To hell with you, Sam. Yeah. Sam, how many miles a day do you ride on that bicycle to get those calves? About 50. Condition? 50 miles a day? Jesus yeah. Christ. Turn around. Let's flex real quick. What are we talking about? How can you not see them? Oh, okay. It's like that song Juicy where you know you can see the ass before she turns around. Yeah. You can see his calves before ass he turns so around. Ass so big you can see it from the front. That's yeah, a that most deaf mathematics. Yeah, and then and then uh Doja Cat. Uh God bless. Uh I wanna rewind to moms you can't trust. What? Uh what's your what's your cause we were talking about like villains or some shit. I don't know. I was just thinking about my mother. Damn you, mom. I was, I was <laughs> also thinking it, about way your way mother. To, way, to, way to take it off of Sam and bring yeah. it back to you. <laughs> Listen, it's all about How'd your me set tonight. go, Sam? <laughs> How'd it go, brother? You doing all right? What's the You're most traumatic up, thing your mom's ever done to you, Sam? What's the most traumatic thing? Gave him thing? those fucking calves. Probably, she, was, she was really mad at me so I cu- when, when I cussed one time. So she dragged me and she washed my mouth out with her pussy. <laughs> Lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark like that. One. Uh, Mark, you want to share a you, bad Mark. mom story or a? a... There's one time uh, I was I used to piss in cups. I still do, but 
but I was pissing in cups. What? No, I mean, when you're on the internet as long as, long as I am. Yeah, no, Mitch Hedberg, God bless. Used, my dad used to come into my room while I was changing. He still does, but he used to do. <laughs> Stop stealing Pam's material. That's a love story. That's Hedberg, right? And, uh, and my mom found that cup of piss because I was a lazy fuck and didn't pick it up and, and dispose of it properly. And she was screaming at me, Stop pissing in cups! It wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a fast food drive through fucking cup. It was like a regular cup that we would use for coffee the next day. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Dude, and she I was thought like it pissed. Big she I... was pissed, and then uh, I told her to shut up. I was like, "Shut up, mom!" And then my dad heard about it, and then he beat the fuck out of me. Oh, so... I thought you were gonna say he beat the fuck out of her for telling <laughs> you to shut up. That story is uplifting as fuck. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome. What about you, Pam? Do you want to share a, a mom story? No, but I've peed, I've peed in a lot of cups. The problem yeah, is good. that the cups usually aren't big enough, and you have to like squeeze off the pee halfway through mm. and dump That's the cup rough. and keep going. Every night happens. Well, or it sometimes two happens. Cups. For me, for me, it only happened in the kitchen because I happened to be sort of living with my boyfriend, and he was using the bathroom in the morning, and I had to fucking pee. And so I'd go in the kitchen and pee in a cup, and then squeeze it off halfway through, dump it down the sink, and then finish. Good thing you didn't have to shit. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna shit in a cup. That's what the yards use. That's what the yards for. <laughs> I don't have a yard. Yeah, I know, San Francisco. Yeah, you do. That's what the litter the box is for. The Here's the thing, for. though. If you pee in your own litter box, don't do that because you waste so much litter. Like, my bladder is so much bigger than my cat's, and I learned that by peeing in the cat litter box. Yeah, once. don't pee in don't your own do litter that. box. Pee in someone else's litter box. I remember that. That was crazy. <laughs> the pee was going everywhere and shit. It was... You wow. were there for that? Yeah, I was. <laughs> That's like not there. He did incredible. Not see me yeah. How'd your set go, Sam? <laughs> uh, I think it went sick. I, I liked it. It went great. I liked it. I liked the part about me. Yeah. So sick. Uh, does everyone want to clap for Sam? Who wants to go Yay! next? Yay! Okay, it's uh, we're gonna do Jack. Jack Ferguson. Yay, Everybody Jack. up next, Jack Ferguson. Yay! Hey, everybody. How you doing? Good? Yeah? God bless Mutiny Radio. Do you want to switch that bag? Uh, well, Sam and I are going to make out later, so oh. it doesn't matter that much. But um, I just can't. I'm pretty sure I've already had COVID. I have not been careful about it. My little sister had it. Um, but months ago, you guys are all safe. Um, yeah, you know, I would never intentionally put you guys in danger. Uh, I wanted to say, though, God bless Mutiny Radio. It's the only place in California that has any balls left, you know, opening up, fighting the lockdown. And ironically, it's run by someone who doesn't have balls. So that is sort of an irony that we're facing here. Um, you guys like lesbians? Sure. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> the idea is cool, right? But in practice, not as cool, you know? It's like... Have you guys ever noticed that like butch lesbians dress the same way as misogynists? Like it's like a flannel and work boots, you know? <laughs> you see someone wearing a flannel and work boots and it's like either they voted for Hillary or they think th Hillary should be in jail. It's two options. I don't know. I saw something today, I was watching football, um, and have you guys seen that thing during football games where they, uh, they like make, excuse me. <laughs> have you guys seen the thing in football games where they make people like during halftime they'll do a show where like two people are competing against each other to see how many like balls they can throw through a hoop and whoever wins gets their college tuition paid for have you seen it like like dr pepper does it a lot like dr pepper will do like two people competing and the winner gets their college tuition paid for right which is cool right like somebody gets free college tuition you know and just 
from that. But I also think it's like kind of a perfect example of how fucked up our college system is. Like there's two people who are literally in three minutes going to determine like whether or not they are in debt for the rest of their life. <laughs> like they always show the winner of this person. They show the winner and she gets like this check. It's like a $120,000 check. She's like, oh, thank you. I just want to thank Dr. Pepper for sponsoring me. And then they never show the person on the other side who just lost out on $120,000 because they couldn't throw enough fucking footballs through a hoop at eight feet, you know? Like, that's the most ridiculous competition. First of all, Dr. Pepper, like, Dr. Pepper's just doing it so people will buy more Dr. Pepper, you know? I think the loser gets something like a lifetime supply of Dr. Pepper. It's like, the winner, like, congratulations, you don't have to be in debt for the rest of life. And the loser, you get diabetes, you know? Like, I just think it's fucked up. I think that, like, the way, like it's so indicative of the way Americans think that we'd be like, oh, that's great of Dr. Pepper to give this person, uh, you know, a chance to go through college without paying for it. And we're not even thinking about the fact that literally everybody else in America has to go in debt for like 30 years just, for, just to pay for something that's become like a basic token of education. You know? It's ridiculous. I think that like, I, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I, don't, I think that's the way that everyone should sort of like compete to pay for their college. You know, like such an arbitrary thing. Can you throw a ball through a hoop? Like why should the person who throws a ball through a hoop better than the other person not have to have these serious consequences in their life? All right. Maybe not as funny. Uh, I, you know, like I'll put some punchlines in there eventually. <laughs> but I think it's a funny premise. Um, like can you just imagine being the person... Like, you're in the middle of a college football stadium. It's essentially a gladiator, like gladiator event, except instead of getting killed, you just have to, you know, like, get a worse apartment in your 30s and your 20s, not get a mortgage. I just, like, can you, can you imagine being the person where, like, the clock dings and you, like, start, like, have this huge basket of footballs next to you and you turn to the other person and you have to pretend like you're happy for them even though you just lost essentially the lottery? It's like the Hunger Games, you know? Like these rich people just fucking like, oh yeah, we chose we cho the chosen one. They, she, gets, she gets to go to college and have her, her gender studies degree paid for, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Pam, you're into the Bible, right? Sure. You, gr you grew up religious? I grew up very religious. And uh, here's the thing that people don't get about the Bible. Like, like, people are always like, oh, the Bible has all this fucked up stuff. Like, it's against gay people. And, like, there's a bunch of stuff about how there's an entire chapter in the Bible, which only has, like, 24 chapters. There's an entire chapter, which is pretty much exclusively devoted to how to treat your slaves. <laughs> Leviticus. Like, that, it's just, it is, there's, like, way too much on how to treat your slaves in the Bible, you know? And people don't understand. People are always like, oh, that's why God is fake, and that's why religion is fucked up. But people don't realize that, like, just how, like, that you have to treat the Bible like your uncle who's really, really old, you know? Like, old people say some fucked up stuff, but it's because they grew up in a different time. The Bible was written 2,000 years ago, you know? People 2,000 years ago, they didn't know that it wasn't cool to have slaves, 
right? You have to just let, like, when someone really religious is like, yeah, I think gay people should go to hell, you just need to be like, oh, <laughs> that's how they used to think 2,000 years ago, you know? The Bible was written when Julius Caesar was alive, basically, you know? Like, oh, Julius Caesar, what, what views do you expect Julius Caesar to have about gay people? That's sort of, I think that's the, the sort of rope that you have to give the Bible. Um, I saw an ad for a plastic surgeon. Plastic surgeon. It's just up here, actually. If you see it, it's on. It's on like Ninth Street, and uh, it was like the plastic surgeon doing a thumbs up, and then his website, and he was like, it, it was I don't know, some slogan or something. And the plastic surgeon was really ugly, and I think that has to be the worst endorsement for his plastic plastic surgery practice of all time, because it's like if you can't fix your face. How are you going to fix mine, you know? <laughs> like, if you're a plastic surgeon, you better be smoking hot. Otherwise, I'm not going there, you know? I'm not going to, that's like, that's like, uh, that's like buying, like, a used car from someone who drives a motorcyclist. I mean, I don't know. That's like, you know, what's another example of that? That's like, like, a, like a bartender who doesn't drink, Right? Like, I'm not going to trust you to serve me drinks if you've already sworn this off. At the very least, it's a buzzkill, you know? I don't know. On the other hand, maybe when people see that guy's face, they're like, shit, I got to do something about, do I look like him, you know? I got to do something about this. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I'm about to go up to Tahoe to spend a bunch of time in a cabin with my family. And I feel like we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, slope, yeah, I mean, all right, kind of, Dep you don't know my family, though, <laughs> like, like, I feel like anytime we, if you're still in good terms with your family, which I feel like maybe no one else here besides me is, uh, going and spending, like, a vacation with your family is always, like, a good reminder of just how much you can't stand them, you know, like, you, if you go in, like, oh, it'll be great, I haven't seen my brothers in forever, you know, and then, like, a day in, somebody flips a board game because they don't want to lose. And, like, you know, you get in an argument about politics where you're not even arguing the political position you agree with. You just want your dad to be wrong, you know? That's sort of, like, where I'm at. I'm at, like, I have this weird, like, Oedipus thing. I mean, I don't want to fuck my mom, but I certainly want to defeat my father, you know? I think most people agree. That seems like the most reasonable aspect of the Oedipus complex is that you just want to defeat your father, and shit. And my dad doesn't play sports, and I'm better at him than sports, but that doesn't matter because he doesn't care. I just want to be, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just want, I want to be smarter than he is, you know? Which is tough, because my dad's a smart fucking dude. He, you know, like, went to Stanford and business school and shit. So basically, I just have to, t like, essentially, this is what I have to do. My dad always has, like, the right opinion on something, so I have to, to stand up for the wrong opinion on something, and then somehow argue him into a corner through just like sheer emotion and tenacity, where it seems like I'm in the right, even though he, I know, I know he's right, and, uh, <laughs> and that's how I fulfill my filial purpose in life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> I am in. The, I, I am in. I'm in the fucking pocket. I've been, I was born in the pocket. Um, I am, I'm seriously, I want, I want a gun. I've been trying to convince my, thank you. I've been trying to convince my brother to get a gun, but 
And it's not because I want my brother to have a gun. It's because I want to have a gun, but I don't want to be the one responsible for it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have constant access to a gun, <laughs> but I do want someone I know to have a gun in case the shit hits the fan. You know what I mean? Like, Fair. if, like, I, I know, I'm like, I'm fucking bipolar, dude. If I had a gun, it'd be like, I just have to wait until my next episode and somebody would die. Either me or someone else, you know? And so I need my neurotypical brother to be the chef, the steward of this weapon, because I'll be honest, my family is also wealthy. And when the poor rise up, we need to defend ourselves. Aww. Like that is like, like, here's the thing. My, f my, the rest of my family hang out in like rich circles where they think everything's okay. You know, like somebody will be like, somebody be, will be like, oh, like people are complaining about the stimulus checks not being enough. And my family will be like, well, is that really a problem? You know, like, are people really struggling with that? And, I, I, like, I hang around you guys, so I know that, like, people are ready to rise up. <laughs> you know, people are ready to eat me and my family. And when that happens, I mean, I hate to say it, but if you guys come for me, you better expect me to come right back at you, you know? My grandpa worked hard for my money, you know? <laughs> so oh, it, it is. It is. Okay. <laughs> you aristocratic, he, nepotistic piece of shit. My grandpa. <laughs> no, I'm so listen, glad your parents are fucking listen. rich. Lucky you. I'm lucky you're. Wow, your parents give a shit about you. Awesome. A hundred percent. And oh, the. Fuck <laughs> you. Listen. Oh, look Pam. at this wealthy white boy on Pam. stage. Hold Yay. on. Yay, Pam. you're so lucky. Pam, you grew up. Oh, Pam. Shit. You grew up in fucking Danville. You're rich too. Like no, no my parents like, don't care about me because yeah. I disappointed them, and neither of you have disappointed your parents enough yet, have you? Because no. I was in my twenties and I used to appoint my parents, and now I disappoint them, and they took listen, away all their money. Listen, Pam, we are well in the process of going to where you are. Yeah, right yeah, now. keep doing it. Good. And, and and listen, it's all good. Oh, I'm just it's saying, it sucks that you ate all my cheese, asshole. That's true. <laughs> Listen. I'm on food stamps and you ate all my now I have to go back to fucking Gus's and get more fucking cheese. You ate more than half my cheese. I feel like maybe I maybe I, that was a wrong road to go down. There. Hey. <laughs> okay, everybody clap. Everybody clap That's for Jack a, Ferguson. Okay. Thank you guys very much. Jack, you're very funny. I don't mean to freak and out handsome. about you being rich. Yeah, you are no, funny and you're handsome. Fine, you're fine. Very oh, you handsome. know what's really funny? Okay, so I was watching um, World Premier Soccer, and there's um, there's a team player. His name is Luke Shaw, and he looks exactly like you. And it freaked me out the other day when I was watching World Cup soccer, not World Cup, just Premier League. And I was like, "That's Jack Ferguson!" And I almost he's, he's number twenty three on the Leeds team, and oh he God. looks exactly like you. It's fucking freaky. And I was gonna like tag you on the internet, but then I was like. That's weird. But no, it's so scary. Luke Shaw, number 23. I believe he's on Leeds. Anyways, he looks just like you. I'm sure his parents were rich too. Uh, I have... No, I have funny things. I have things to add about... Um, so the, with the Bible and the slavery, there is some interesting context in that with the um, with the gayness. So the reason that um, the Bible is against gay people is that the Jews were constantly subjugated by everybody, and so their children were constantly being stolen into slavery and used for butt sex. So they don't like homosexuality in the Bible because contextually they were constantly being beaten by every army and they stole other little boys and they fucked them in the butt. Wait, that's actually a funnier take though is that the Jews were constantly like the reason they kept getting conquered is because they kept getting 
Well, they were trying. God was on their side. I mean, Joshua in the Battle of Jericho, there were only like 30 guys with fucking horns, and they won. So every once in a while in the Bible, they did just fine. Uh, and they're still alive, which is great. I'm going, I put down a bunch of notes for you. Go. Oh, the Dr. Pepper joke. Yes. Um, that would totally work if they were... And you said it later about having like a different degree, but if you win the Dr. Pepper thing and you don't become a doctor, fuck your face, right? Like you better, if you're getting the Dr. Pepper fucking thing, you better become a doctor. You better not get some liberal studies degree in like women's right. fucking future, whatever. No, you better become a doctor. What's that crazy was- about Dr. Pepper is they used to have this commercial in the 90s, late 90s, and it, it, was, it goes like this. Operation DP. Is there a doctor in the house? Operation DP. That was my first porno. Shit, you not. Operation. Uh, I love. I love the. I don't know. I don't know if you meant to say it. It sounded like you did the way you you said it, real fucking like you know, very like it was like not written, but you said it like you knew it. It was uh, you know, something about your dad not caring. That it was just so funny. Yeah. That that point was that a that was a punchline, right? Yeah. Tremendous. So fucking great. It was so good. Phenomenal. I love it. Cool. Oh, I got, I got some stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, say some. Get on the mic, fool. Say it with your chest. You don't gotta get on the stage. Oh, skiing is socially distanced too. That's nice. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, at one point in your set, you said the word indicative. I just think you could do like maybe like three, four minutes of wordplay on on dick. In dick, indicative. That's a good good note there, thank you. Oh, I had something else, I had something else. I had one other thing about your material. Oh yeah, Pam, I didn't eat all your fucking cheese. Almost? There's a lot left. Why are you bringing uh, cheese if you don't want us to eat it? Shut up, Sam. It was my dinner. I loved loved the the lesbian thing. Shut up, Sam. Have some, not all. I'll get you some more cheese. It's okay, it's okay. I have food stamps, I have cheese on my dick. Hey, uh, Jack, I loved the lesbian thing, and then you were like, it, you know, in practice, and you kind of like thought about like, what word can I use? You could say in practice, uh, like the idea is great, but in practice it sucks, and licks, uh-huh. and uh, fingers, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and bleeds. Yeah. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to trigger you, Pam. Sorry. No, I'm not triggered. <laughs> I'm fine. Ninth Street, eight that way. It's that way. I kind of like pointed out. Uh, oh, you went that way. You and I both side at the same time, Pam. <laughs> it's uh, my turn. I have, I'm going to have to fight with you, Dad. Some, I have written down, I'm going to have to fight with you, Dad, and I don't know what that means. Uh, never mind. I, yeah, I was talking about, like, the, like, Oedipus thing where oh. I wanted to. Right. But, yeah, to I think we get it. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yay, Thank Jack. Woo. Yay, Jack. Um, Mark, you want to go up next? Yes, please. All right, your next comedian. Oh, Mike Bonds can go please, next. That's please fine. Give it to him. Yes. All right, your course. next comedian. He's ready. Usually he's like, I don't want to go next. I don't want to go next. But right now he's like, I'm gonna go next. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds. Yay! Let's go, baby. Excuse me, I had to change the condom real quick. Oh. Shit, we yeah? are. You guys hear me? Yeah, All right, baby. cool, cool. 1221, how you guys doing? Yeah. All right, this is the day that black folks are supposed to have superpowers. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? Uh, it's supposed to be all day, man. Yeah, it's supposed to be all day. So, fuck this shit, man. I'm looking for my damn superpowers. I thought I had a little white privilege. Is that a superpower, Jack? White privilege? Is, yeah, dick man, is that a superpower? Okay. Oh, fuck you, man. See, this is the shit we got to deal with. 
1221. My superpower can't be white privilege. God damn it. Well, it's going to be dick privilege then. How about that? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure about that one. How you guys doing tonight, man? I didn't, I didn't practice any jokes today. I'm just going to come here and riff the shit out this shit, right? Yeah? Okay. So what's all this fuss about the damn McRib being back, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm seeing all this shit, commercials and shit about the McRib. How the fuck, that nasty ass shit, man. You ever had a McRib before? It, 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 see, see, this is what we got. This is what we got. This is being the only black guy in the room, right? This is for black people. These nuts. You know what I'm saying? It's a slap in the face. Like, this shit is not even a rib. <laughs> Two times slap in the face. I noticed that. You know what I'm saying? You notice when a black guy gets on stage, Jack always talking? Shut the fuck up, Jack. <laughs> you know, shit, people. The McRib is back. How is this shit possible after all these years? We can't figure out COVID, but we got the McRib that's back, right? Right? I think if you eat the McRib, you will, you will be uh, COVID-free, right? <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my phone is watching me, man. I know it is, actually, you know? Little shit that it does, man. You know, it, know, it knows the kind of porn I like. Every time it turns it on, it's like ebony. Okay, here it is. Okay, cool. I was using the Waze app the other day, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, there's a Popeye's about a half a block away. Would you like to get your big ass on over there? It's like, damn, phone, you know me so well. I got a few minutes to kill. Let's get on over there. I was talking to this dude the other day, man. I walked up to him, and we had to start having a conversation, and his dog started licking my leg, you know. So he goes, hey, man, excuse my dog. My dog has ADHD. I said, how the fuck you figure out your dog got ADHD? You know? I'm like, did you take it to a veterinarian and pay $1,000 for them to tell you your dog got ADHD? Let them tell me my dog got ADHD. I'm going to send that motherfucker home. No leash or nothing. Just walk your ADHD ass out in the street. Shit, like that. Uh, where should I go with this one, guys? Yeah, so I'm going to stick to white privilege because there's a bunch of white people in the room right now. <laughs> and Latin, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? White privilege is a thing, man, you know, it is. I tried to go buy some white privilege the other day at the store, the dude was like, nope, we don't have that today, but we got black privilege. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure, sell me some. He was like, sorry, <laughs> we ran out. <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> shit, man, I realize, I know I got a big ass head, you know, everybody sees that shit, as you can see me standing up here. You know, yeah, Dick Man. You know I got a big ass head. You know, you know how we gave this guy the name Dick Man? He'll tell you later, man. Don't, don't, don't tell him right now. Don't, don't show him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it traumatized. I'm still traumatized, man. To this day. Oh, it'll pass. I couldn't sleep for like six weeks after that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, man. I know. When I was talking about my big ass head a minute ago, man, it's fucked up because. In life, man, you know, when you go, well, in life, in life, what the fuck am I talking about in life, Jack? <laughs> in life, <laughs> you realize you got a big ass head and you're stuck with it, right? But no, I went to go buy a hat the other day at the hat shop and the dude was like, hey, man, it's going to be eight to 12 weeks before we can get your size in. That is a big ass head. We need time. We need time. Like, shit, man. And it's fucked up, too, because my son, I, I got to have that conversation with him one day. Son, this is how you deal with the police, and you got a big-ass head. Both are equally as important. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Both is equally as important. Shit, man, did you guys go vote? You enjoy it? You guys did you do the voting thing this year? I know, right? I voted for the old white dude. I don't want to get too political. You know what I'm saying? But I voted for the old white dude. And I figure this year, this, this term 
we're going to actually get to know the first nurse, right? Because <laughs> we got some old-ass presidents. We got some old-ass presidents in office. I figure that. You know, she's going to be waking them up like, wake up, Joe. <laughs> Wake your ass up. He's going to be nodding off and shit. <laughs> you know? Um, damn, where can I go with this? I'm not even working on I'm working on some of my old jokes, but I'm trying some new shit, so. Laugh, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my boy Mark Noyer's back there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Willie Walnuts. <laughs> You're so skinny now. Who, me? Yeah. You know why I'm so skinny, Pam? You know why I'm so skinny? <laughs> because I'm broke as fuck. No, <laughs> right? When black people get when black people get skinny, they be like, "You all right, brother? You you need a few dollars?" No, nah, man, I'm just losing weight. The fuck, man. <laughs> you know. But I know seriously though, man. I, I tried to go vegetarian, Pam. I tried to do that for a little while, and it was fucked up because when I go to the store and buy all my vegetarian shit. The lady at the register be like, who you buying this shit for? <laughs> you working for DoorDash or something? I know you ain't buying it for yours. There's some fat vegetarians out there, though, to all be fair. You know, there's some fat vegetarians out there. But let me tell you something, man. The, first, the best part about being a vegetarian is taking a shit. It's nothing like that, right? Vegetarian shit just come out so good, <laughs> you be like, oh, man. And then when you try to eat the, the, the meat shits, they, like, they come out slow and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Slow, and you got to struggle a little bit with them fuckers, right? So try vegetarianism. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pam, so we're just talking about losing weight. You know, I try to, you know, I try going to the gym. I do that a lot, work, you know, treadmill and stuff. But it's fucked up because gyms are closed nowadays, you know. So before they closed down, we were going to the gym. It's, it's fucked up when a big man like myself is standing next to a skinny guy on a treadmill. <laughs> and you're like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's been 30 minutes already. What kind of weight you trying to lose? Shit. It's me. I need this shit. Anyway, moving on to the next one. Um, my buddy sent me some uh, a, a porn the other day. Clap it up if you uh, watch porn. It's one of those things that everybody should be watching, right, especially during the pandemic, right? <laughs> they started giving away. They was like, I think uh, one of those sites was like, yeah, we're giving away free porn for a month. I'm like, free porn? I ain't paid for porn since 2000. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, free porn? Where the fuck are y'all coming at? <laughs> free. Anyway, so my buddy sent me a uh, porn of a dude fucking a goat. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? It was fucked up, but after I got done jacking off to it, I had some questions. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, you know? He was getting some great camera angles, too. He was getting all in the goat nuts and shit. I was like, that is some professional work being done there. And the goat seemed to be enjoying it, too. So all was well, you know, all was well. So uh, Recently went out with my wife, and uh, we, got our, uh, we got pedicures together. You guys get pedicures, dick man? You get pedicures? Yeah, man. I, su I suggest you go get a few more, man, because let me tell you something. When I was getting that pedicure, I'm telling you, I was getting ready to come. You know, that lady was touching my feet so bad, I was like, is this where it's at? You know? And the fucked up thing is, she was touching my feet and rubbing all the insides and shit, and then she was looking at me straight in my eye. I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to come. It's about to go down. She's tingling my feet. She's touching the pinky toe. Here it goes. And I was looking at my wife the whole time, and she was like, I see what you're going with this one. I was like, afterwards, you're going to be sucking on some toes tonight. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Um... <laughs> Anybody seeing a therapist in the house, man? I know you crazy as fuck, Jack. I know. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up, too, because 
you know, my therapist, she she was really she was really good therapist actually, you know, really really good. So one day I go in the office and she's like, Mike, I want you to tell me exactly what's on your mind today. Don't hold back. Just tell me. I see you're under a lot of stress. Tell me. I said, I don't think you're ready for this today. She said, Nope. I need to know what is it. I said, Well, do you think it's okay if I jack off to my therapist? So I got a new therapist now. He's really good working with me all the time now, you know, <laughs> treating me good, suggesting nice things for me to do. And best of all, I don't jack off to him. So we're good on that department. <laughs> we're good on that department. Uh, shit, where was I going to go? How long have I been up here, Pam? I got uh, well, you, whenever you ask, you have a minute. Oh, okay. I mean, I got a lot more material. I'm just, just thinking here. Well, you have a minute. Oh, uh, I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a minute. <laughs> I got a lot more material. Well, you have a minute. Make it last, goddammit. Whenever you right? ask, that's what right? happens. <laughs> this is how I do it. So, I, I, so this is the first time I've actually been in a room where white people was comparing how rich they were. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, are y'all really comparing y'all privilege to each other? God damn. <laughs> Pam was like, no, you're not rich. <laughs> you're rich. I'm poor. It's like, God damn. Did you see the projects recently? Because that's where I grew up at. God damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. We pay $18 a month for rent and was late every fucking month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Late every goddamn month. <laughs> $18? Really? God damn it. Hey, y'all, this has been my time. I'm Mike Bonds. Mike Bonds, everyone. Hooray, huzzah. Comments. Uh, there's, that mic's there. Oh, there you go. Hi, Mike. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got comments. Oh, yeah, comments. For this, it, I mean, I mean, you don't have to use that to listen, but the, uh, I think for this, it really matters, like, for about the, the go joke. Like, if you wanted to, when you, you had a line at the end where you're like, I think the goat liked it, too, you could make that more graphic if you wanted to. Like, you could make, like, a goat noise. Like, you should I feel make like that it, more like, graphic. Yeah. And the goat's be, name. Maybe the goat's name is Candy. I mean, it's kind of up to you. It's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of up to you whether or not you want to go there, uh, right? Hey. But, like, if you made, like, a... I don't know what noise goats make, but, like... <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, you yeah. got to make a sound of a goat getting fucked. That's a whole different sound right there. Exactly. <laughs> like, That's the like same no. sort of illustrate... <laughs> no, Like, no. illustrate what made you think that the goat was liking it. Yeah. I think that would be pretty funny. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, once again, it's well, up to tail you. his was wagging, so... Yeah, 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 for sure. Name the goat. Yeah, Mike, it's up to you if you want to make the fact that you're jerking off to goats more graphic. Yeah. And and I said this to you the other night, too. Do they eat the goat after? Do they, like, sacrifice the goat after and eat it? I hope so. I hope they fuck the goat and then eat it. Because goat is delicious. That's a whole different type of porn right there. That's snuff goat well, porn, Pam. Yeah. Well, there you go. Snuff, snuff goat, porn. goat porn. Why not? As long as you murder the goat. The, you hey, talk about goat balls. Cool, though, goat huh? balls are delicious, bro. Come on now. Snuff goat porn. I'm, I'm sure it's happened before. I'm sure it's happened before. I, I think your your so your buddy sent you this goat porn film. Yeah. I think maybe also your buddy sends you a goat flashlight uh. for you to really enjoy it. Okay. Or like you go Real goat skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just trying to make it more normal. He's like, hey, le- you should like this because I really, really fucking like it. Well, if I have people around me that like it, I'm gonna feel a lot more comfortable with it. How do you- 
how do you, how do you transition that to try to fuck somebody's goat though? Well, man? there's a bunch of there's a bunch you know, of um pretty hot over there. Bro. There's a bunch of goats in uh, there's people that own goats in Berkeley and they take the goats out and that's what mows your lawn basically. They and have Berkeley, like two I'm or three sure Yeah, they have like two Berkeley, or three goats and yeah, they, they take them to your yard and they put the goats in your yard for yeah. like an hour and they mow everything down. Yeah. So and they fucking them too at Berkeley. Maybe they yeah, are they fucking fuck the goats too. Berkeley fucking. Yeah. Uh, wait, when you're getting that pedicure too and yeah. you're like when you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to come. It's going down, uh-huh. down my pant leg into that little water that they have right at your feet. All right. I don't know. <laughs> don't they have a little, little, little bucket of water right at your feet when you're getting a pedicure? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe your cum goes down your have pant you, have leg. Have you ever had a pedicure? I have not. I've actually not. Yeah, I've never had one. pedicure. You'll thank me later. I'm not on. You're on now. Okay, so back to the, you said ADHD dogs. Yeah. Um, I would go with PTSD dogs. Ooh, yeah. Because um, dogs, as uh, I used to be married to a veterinarian or whatever, but dogs for PTSD, they give them the same Valium that they give to people. Uh Um, Diazepam for dogs is the same diazepam that you give to people. So I would take away ADHD and I'd go to PTSD. You don't want to give dogs like fucking... ADHD medication. It doesn't yeah. make sense to give dogs, you know, crack. Well, that was the whole point. His dog was licking my leg, and I was like, your dog okay? He was like, I, my dog has ADHD, and I was like, okay. So just change it to PTSD, PTSD, and then give him some Valium. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There, no, there's some, someone has a, someone has a joke. Someone has, someone has a joke about, like, white people giving their dogs annexes. And like well, that's a hilarious concept. It, but it, it, in real life, in real life, <laughs> in real life, dogs that have PTSD get the same volume that people get, and it's just two milligrams instead of ten milligrams. It's yeah, it's it's a less dosage. But then you could be like, oh, my dog is like he's not responding to it as much. I think he needs a higher dose. Yeah, dogs love benzos. Because of course you're eating your fucking so why, dogs. Why yeah, I mean, like, PTSD. What did he go through to get PTSD? He got bred through years and years and years of human eugenics, like to Ooh, the point where he's no longer anything that he once resembled biologically, and he's Ooh. just shaking. Damn, that's deep, Dick Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's genetic PTSD. It's like you got PTSD from past past lives. Just, just like genetic trauma. Yeah. All right. Can I introduce the next comic? Sure, yeah. if you want to. Yeah, I think right. it's, you know, it's... it's Coming it's to the stage, San Francisco's very own. Y'all show y'all love. This man has performed all over town at Cobbs. He's been at the Crazy Horse. He's been everywhere. <laughs> Probably been at your girl's house, too. <laughs> y'all give it up for Willie Walnuts, Mark Noyer. Willie Walnuts. <laughs> Get a fresh bag, bitch. Oh, he has his own. There you go. Bitch. Oh, fuck. It's my favorite word. That's actually the lyric from Too Short. I don't know if you've heard the song. He says, what's my favorite word? He goes, oh, fuck, dad. (laughs) Oh, my God, Mutiny Radio. Like Jack Ferguson said, let's just get a God bless. Can we get a God bless? Thank God. Hey, Pam, let me get a God bless. God Don't want to hear that hail bullshit. You know, I grew up religious myself, so naturally, as an adult, I'm no longer religious. Please, I wish you would. 
Naturally, as an adult, I'm no longer religious. So I understand not believing in God. You know what I mean? I understand that. I get it. I get it. What I don't get is the Hail Satan people. I really don't understand the Hail Satan people. I don't. Like, did we not read the same book? You would much rather, you know, roll the dice on getting face fucked to death by the devil's dick? That's what you want? Hold on. No, no, no. That's, uh, I'm talking about the Hail Satan people. Like, did we not read the same book? You're going to roll the dice on getting face fucked to death by the devil's dick? That's what, that's what you're banking on? And then, uh, what is this hail? What is this, Nazi Germany? Hail Satan? What? Are you kidding me? I'm not hailing anything except a cab to fucking run away from your psychotic ass. Good. <laughs> Good. How much time do I have? I'm just kidding. As I'm much ju- as I'm you ju- want, Mark kidding, Neuer. Um, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, hail, what is this? Nazi Germany? I'm not hailing anything except a cab away from your crazy ass. But I hear the arguments. You know what I mean? I get the argument. I say things like this to people. And oh, 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 I got an argument. So I hear the arguments. Satan was the angel of, hey, cheese fuck. Satan was the angel <laughs> of music and entertainment. The only angel of music and entertainment that I have is Ozzy. Okay? Okay? Okay. Okay. I don't know. Does it look like I fucking read? Mark Neuer never blinks. It's the cocaine, dog. <laughs> Why don't you listen? I just told you. I like that joke. Thank you. It's not over. <laughs> but, 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 but Satan wanted us to have knowledge. He wanted us to be in the know, consciousness. Why would I want to know how fucked I am? Ignorance is bliss, baby. Bears don't give a fuck. Bears don't give a fuck. I want to be a. I want to be the like the, the bear. Sleeping all winter, eating, fucking. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. They don't need to know anything. All they need to know is that they're a bear. It's the life. I, I, I live this life. I got I to gotta take whores on dates. I got to play pretend that I care about your fucking problems. I got problems, okay? I got problems. And it's going to be a problem if you bring your problems to me. Good. We'll move on. That joke just got finished today. Good. I know I'm maturing. I know this. I'm maturing. I know this because I'm, uh, I'm now looking into buying candles. I'm maturing. I know I'm maturing because I'm looking into buying candles. I'm looking into it, but I had to stop when I saw the scent was Alabama. Why, why, why do I want my room to smell like Alabama? I smoke cigarettes in my room. I chronically masturbate for hours in my room. I spill beer in my room. It already smells like fucking Alabama. Is Alabama a girl's stripper? No, Alabama is a scent of a candle that I saw on Amazon. It was in the men's department, thank God. My room already smells like Alabama in the summer. We do a lot of blow, so I naturally get a little bit creepy on blow. I was with my chick the other night, 
and I had my jewel, and I was like, can I rip my jewel off your tits? Good. Chicks, uh, you gotta love them, right? Chicks, they got vaginas. You gotta love a vagina. If you like vagina, you gotta love it, right? You know what I'm saying? The thing about, <laughs> it's not just white people. I know it's not just white people. That's, oh, <laughs> I thought you said it's not just white people. I'm like, I'm pretty, my girlfriend taught me all about it's not just white people that like her pussy. Let me tell you. <laughs> you just made me think of a joke. No, 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 no. My girlfriend fucking black dudes. I'm thinking about this joke. So, uh, fucking hate Twitter. I can't stand Twitter. You go on Twitter, everyone's... Oh, it's okay. Good, don't. Every, you go on Twitter, everyone's a fucking activist. Everyone has a new cause that they support. You go into any white girl's Twitter page. In the bio, it says hashtag Black Lives Matter. It's like, I get it. You fuck black dudes. But don't get it twisted. Mike Bonds, I'm not racist. My girlfriend fucks black dudes all the time. Anyways, I'm not grossed out by girls in their period, you know? You get into relationships with a girl, like, she, she has to bring it up, you know, the first time that she has her period, she brings it up. She, either she has a tampon in her purse, she's like, oh, don't be grossed out, I'm on my period. I'm not grossed out. I'm not grossed out. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm of the, I am of the mindset of why are we talking about your bloody pussy? Why? <laughs> you know? It's like, I'll, I'll still fuck you on your, on your period. I will still fuck you on your period. No, I know. They're, fa they're, they're so, they are blessed. They are blessed. They are blessed to f have me fuck them on their period, okay? After I fuck a girl on her period, I feel like I've done something wrong. It's blood all over my dick, all over the sheets, your thighs, and your ass. It's just blood. I feel like I'm going to get a fucking knock on my door the next day. Like, sheriff's department. You know, like, I just feel like I've done something wrong. There should not be that much blood after sex. You know, it's like, I, what, are you okay? Good. Because I'm not. I'm not okay. I know, I knew Pam wouldn't like that joke, but it's okay. I just have to, if I just bulldoze through the fucking, the screaming match, it just goes right on. I, I love you, Pam. <laughs> I just have to get right there. I'm not going to be a Jack Ferguson up here like, whoa, whoa. No, I'm just, shut up, Pam. I'm fucking talking about bloody cunts up here. Tired of being a man. I'm fucking tired of it. Just not enough to cut off my own dick. You know, like, what? I can't do that. I can't, I just, I don't, I, maybe just like tits. I can get tits. You know, it'd just be like the same Mark Neuer, just with tits. Like, better than these tits, Pam. Could, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Am I walking Sam? Did Sam eat all the cheese? Now he has the toots he has to go? What happened? Where are you going? Where are you? Oh, shut the fuck up. Put some pants on. Put some pants on. It's fucking winter. You have a, you have a jacket for this goddamn snow, and you're letting your calves... We get it. Your calves are fantastic. I jerk off to them every night. I know. This, you've been working for UPS since before it was just UP. You've been working for UPS since it was just up. Mm. Of course, Jesus wasn't white. Of course he wasn't white. They would never fucking crucify a white man like that. You know what I mean? They would, never, they would have never killed a white man with magic powers like that. It had to have been a brown dude with fucking curly hair. You know what I mean? They're not going to... Anyways. I'm glad you chuckled at that, Mike Bonds. You liked it? Good. That's okay. I don't, I don't like half the shit in this fucking book, Mike Bonds. I love the sign, drive like your kids live here. I love that sign. I feel like it means well until my dad drives down your street and he sees that sign. So he starts driving like his kids live there. And he rolls past your house where your kids are playing in the front yard, but he's driving like those are his kids. 
So he slams on the brakes and hops out and beats the fuck out of your kids. <laughs> just not that great of a sign anymore. It's just not that fantastic. I'm not going to tell you the whole shroom story, but the first time I took shrooms, uh, I was at the beach in San Francisco with my, with my, uh, my friend. And for context, he has two strikes. He's a felon. And, uh, and he wasn't on mushrooms. He was just really high on weed. And I was fucking rolling out of my mind. And uh, he wanted to be in the car. I didn't want to be in the car. I would have rather been anywhere else other than the car. But he didn't understand that because he wasn't on mushrooms. So we start driving. And I have to pee so bad that I'm convinced I'm going to die. I was convinced. I was like, this is over. It's done. The death of, of not being able to pee is going to be horrible. We're in this brand new truck. We're right here, right before, on, right before market. It's like 7th. It's like Hyde, whatever whatever that turns out, I think it's Hyde, where the precinct is at. And my, my pulse, my, my shit is, I just feel like I'm going to die. And I'm on mushrooms for the first time, so it's like kind of a feeling um, that I was convinced is real. And I'm like, my pulse has got to be fucking crazy. Right here, Mike Bonds. Okay. <laughs> convinced, I'm like, I'm going to fucking die, dude. I'm going to die, I'm telling my friend, I'm like, I'm in a full-blown panic attack, just freaking the fuck out, on the phone with one friend, and this friend right here, they're not, these two don't like each other right now. So I'm, in this year, this guy was my best friend. This guy's another really good friend. And they're yelling at each other back and forth. Meanwhile, I'm freaking the fuck out. And we're right in front of the cop. There's a bunch of cops. And I'm, I'm like, fuck, dude, I've got to pee so bad I'm going to die. And I, I, I pulled out a water bottle. I was like, dude, I'm going to pee. Just don't look. I'm going to pee in this bottle. It was a little bottle. And I got a lot of it not in the bottle. And uh, it was all over his brand new car. And I'm like worried. Like now I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to hurt me. And uh, I was like, dude, I just, I'm going to, should I ask a cop? Should I ask a cop to check my, my pulse? Should I? He's like, no, dude. Why would you talk to the cops? I was like, well, that's my mentality. I'm like, I've talked to a billion cops. Why wouldn't I? I am in need. Of, I am in dire need right now. I am going to die. I'm going to die, and you're going to tell me not to talk to the cops because you're scared of the cops. I am not scared of the cops. I'm scared of God. I'm scared of seeing Jesus right now. I'm going to be alive one second, and then pff, God time, you know? God time. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. That's why I don't litter. I don't litter. Because when I die, I'm going to have to talk to somebody. The last thing I want to talk about is fucking littering. <laughs> that time I hit a chick in the face, that's, we could talk about that. You know, me and, me and Jesus or me and, you know, the missus, whatever she is, can talk about real things, not littering. Littering is it's so, such a, that's a, that is a pointless sin. That is pointless. Right here. Pointless. That is pointless. And you're going to have to talk to Jesus about it when you die. Are you prepared for that? Are you prepared for every time you threw a fucking cigarette butt out your window? Are you ready? Because it's coming. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I needed my pulse checked by the cops. But he wasn't ready for that. Big D wasn't ready for that. Two-strike felon, not ready for that. Not at all. Not at all. Good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. The new part of that that makes it a joke is that I'm not as scared of the cops. I'm as scared of God. Thank you. <laughs> you have one minute. You can do it. I love, I love Snapchat because Snapchat isn't Twitter and there's, never mind. I love Snapchat 
because they have Snapchat memories. So like a year ago, me and my ex-girlfriend, we, we, she was pregnant. And Snapchat reminded me, it was like, oh, wow, look at this. And unfortunately, Snapchat doesn't know that we got an abortion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck science. Can I get a fuck science? Fuck science. They t- uh, they, you, wa- you watch any news, any CNN, any Democrat, they're like, trust the science. Fuck science. I don't trust science. Science gave us meth. Why would I trust that? Why would I trust science? Are you out of your mind? You're out of your mind. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Anything. Correct. Chemistry gave us crack. <laughs> All right, I'll stop at this one. Uh, oh no, I'll stop at this story. Uh, you guys know Mr. Weed? This one time, Mr. Weed, I w- I've been a broke fuck for a long time. I know you guys don't need to flex on me. Just hold, check your privilege at the door next time. That's all I got to tell you. Check, check, your, check your fucking privilege. And Mr. Weed, being the saint that he is, used to buy me like, he'll buy like a pack of smokes. He bought me a Chardonnay one time. Yeah, oh yeah, he, li- he loves his wine. He loves his wine. He never booked me for his shows, but he would always buy me shit. And God bless his soul. And this one time, I didn't have any weed, so he gave me a nug of weed. And then I didn't have any gas money, so he bought that nug of weed for me for $20. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Mr. Weed is such a special fucking human being, and it's such a shame that he only has like 45 more seconds to live. Because he's such an old, almost dead fuck. And I love him so much. I just wish he would have booked me. Oh, he has nothing to book. No, I know. You're the only one. You have it all. <laughs> Shout out to Pam. Has it all except money. God bless her soul. If only she had rich parents. Oh, wait. I, I know she does. You don't, you, you don't just come out of Danville. You know what I mean? I, let me tell you something. I'm from Ripon, California. And I'd never even heard of a Danville. Okay? Never. Not one time. And I come out here, and every fucking person, every fucking person who isn't wealthy is from fucking Danville? That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. That's where Jack's grandparents were originated. They created Danville. I'm on your ass next, East Coast motherfucker. Fuck your mustache. What's his grandpa's name? His grandpa's name is Samuel. Is it really? He's trying to be, he's trying to do a little ha-ha. He's trying to make a tee-hee. Well, it's my turn. He got up here and shit his dick the whole five minutes he was up here, but now he wants to take my time to do his tee-hees. I don't give a fuck. You were up here for eight minutes, still picking the cheese out of your fucking teeth, okay? I can smell it off your tongue. You ever smoke so much weed? How much weed did you smoke? That my tongue felt like a cat's tongue. You ever smoke so much weed you can actually taste the cotton mouth? This is my last joke, I promise. You ever smoke so much weed that your, your mouth is as dry as Gandhi's sandals? Good night. Yay! We got comments. Comments from comments Mark Noyer. From the Listen, sir. First, I would like to, to commend that set. It was a great set. Uh, I think I really think that the Satanist joke has legs, but I think you should explore the stupidity of... Like, like you believe in Satan, mm. and yet you think like they have to both believe that the Lord of Darkness exists, mm-hmm. 
and then also be like, yeah, that's the guy I'm going to try and make, you know, like worship and make a deal with, you know, like, have you, like, have you read anything about the shit that Satan is, is for, you know, like he's trying to fuck you over. Right. Right. That's like worshiping, like, uh, like you have to come up with an example, but like worshiping someone who's specifically trying to fuck you over. You know what I mean? Satan isn't trying to fuck you over. It's about, he's saying that selfishness. Um, the the whole precept behind Satanism is that thinking about yourself is the no, highest. No, I know good. what Satanists actually believe. Right. He's but got I a good point. Most people but don't. Most but people. But it's not. It's 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 not about necessarily Satan because Satanists are like eh, the Satanists are Satanist, not. Satanists Satanists don't actually believe in God. But right, people but who the, actually worship Bamphomet, like the the you know the Lucifer, evil demon, which Lucifer. I think if you're playing on this joke. Most people don't know like the right. the theology behind what Satanists actually believe. Right. You could just make it like they're trying. They believe in this person or this thing that is literally trying to condemn them to right. an eternity of fire and brimstone. Like, what are you getting no, out of but that? That's you know, the, that's I think the it's God a good premise. Side of it. I don't think that if you're a Satanist, you don't believe in. But that. I, Pam, I understand what you're like. You're coming at it from an actual knowledge perspective. Oh. Yeah, you have like, <laughs> like education. The, like, I don't think I don't you, think audiences know as much as Pam does. <laughs> about, you know some shit, Pam. I feel like the most audiences don't know what Pam knows about the but Bible. But then why not know? be? Why like, not use the real knowledge instead of just because it's not as funny? It's not as funny. That's I don't it. read like, books. If you were to, you were to no. say like, listen. See, that's good. Then mention that you don't read books. I did. Be like, here's what Satanism is about, and I don't read books. I so, did. Yeah. I but did. Like, no, that's good. like you yeah. believe in this guy who's literally trying to make you live with a pitchfork up your ass. Right. And that's what you're trying to go for. Like, what do you like? You know, that's the that's. What, I think you could expand on that. Is what I'm Thanks, saying. Jack. I think it's, it's all funny. about butt plays. What no. he's saying. It's very funny. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't yeah, everything? You know, make, make it a gay joke. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, that was where the make face fucking came in. You know, play. and it is just gay dudes that are into butt plays. That's it, true. You said it's just Sam gay dudes. Um, so that's back a, to so um, no, back I'm to not. your back to you back to you throwing into the ladies um, the, having okay. periods and whatnot. I knew it was coming. If you're already, yeah, but if you're going to talk about it and you're going to talk about bloody pussy, then at least like beat up that pussy and make it bloody. Yeah. Like say yeah. like, like I, I do like, well, like that, an, uh, where's that old joke where it's like, man, I don't like, I don't mind fucking a girl when she's on her period. I just pretend I'm killing her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whose joke is that? I'm just beating is up that, that pussy. Who, is that, did you I've just come always... up with that? Whose is that? No, that's, I forget his name. Oh, it's a like joke. A okay. He's a New York comic. I was about to steal that right from you right now. You're about to hear it live. Well, I was going to be like, poof, that's mine. If you're going to beat up that pussy and make it bloody, then, you know. Well, yeah, and, huh? Yeah, murdered it. You're right, right. And that's kind of the idea of like, I feel like I've done something wrong after I've had sex with you on your period because it's right. so bloody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've done something wrong. Yeah, that you should be, um, you should get a, a restraining order Right, or like or I'm going to get a call by the police, so they're going to come to my door. Right. <laughs> the police don't, yes. Yeah, well, that's why I did that. I said, Sheriff's Department, but I don't, I'm kind of it's fucking retarded. What you just did with your beer against the back wall yeah. is great, and I'd put the, I'd put the microphone and do that and knock, 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 knock. I think that's cute. Knock, 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 knock. Can I do a trial run real quick? Just one? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Rich Voss. That's the guy who's the killing your joke. There you go. Knock, knock, knock. Let Sam, us in. We heard you something? beat up that pussy. We heard you murder that pussy, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, Pam, I hear you. I hear you. God bless. That's fantastic. I was going to say, I like I like the joke about your dad uh, driving like your kids live here. Thank you. And your dad getting out of the car and beating the shit out of you, kids. Yeah, Because yeah. you guys are fucking idiots. I think you can no, yeah. expand it a little more and be like, yeah, like uh, my dad... I lost one of my siblings 
that got hit by a car on our street, and my dad's was pissed off that they put fucking speed bumps on the street, because my dad wasn't even going that fast when he hit him. Yeah. Or I feel like that's a str- a variant of a street joke. Or if you really want to just like tighten it up, you could be like. No pun intended. If you you could be like I would. If you, wanna, if you wanna just make it like super short and punchy, you could be like, I was driving in the car with my dad and he saw one of those signs that says, drive where your, like, your kids live here. So he stopped the car and beat the shit out of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Which is the same joke you did, but just like, if you wanna make it as quick as possible. Yeah, never. Never. <laughs> never. Drawn out, I'm gonna be very unsuccessful. Uh, did you have anything, Mike Bonds? I'm just milking it for the time. Yeah, why not? <laughs> We're not doing anything else. Okay. Uh, We're talking about Emmett Till. I was like, God damn it, not again. I didn't do it. Emmett Till is not my fault. I love you guys. Thank you. Clap wildly for Mark Neuer. Yeah, Mark. Marcus. Sure, you can introduce the next comedian. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage next is the always incredibly sexy, the stunning, the one and only, Jennifer Garcia. Thanks, bud. I'd rather catch COVID than feelings. Uh, I broke up with someone recently, and you know you have something special when you miss a man's balls. Uh, I, I just think that I'm going to take a new approach to dating when I first start dating. Like, I, th- I figure I should act the most rambunctious and wild and crazy, like, right out the gate. Like the first, like the first date, I should like get in a fight, get kicked out of a bar, maybe steal something, possibly get arrested, maybe even like get half naked, throw feces. Because if they make it to the second or third date, then it's all uphill. Everything's a fucking improvement. I think getting to know someone when you first meet them is annoying as fuck. Because the reality is, when you first meet someone, you're just presenting the best version of yourself. All these motherfuckers seem the same right out the gate. They're like using their manners, they're being polite. But it's annoying, they wanna know shit like a fucking psycho killer. You know, just like little details about your life. Where do you work? Send me a pic, are you home alone? Like, are you gonna fucking kill me? I've been waiting for you, dude, finally. I won't kill myself, but I'll easily try to get murdered. I don't know, suicide is for pussies. Just like, we're not in the 1600s walking through shit to get to the market. It's just like, if you're gonna kill yourself right now in in the age that we live in, you're a fucking asshole. You should have stuck around, stuck around for cancer or something. So um, I'm Native American. I have brothers and sisters on the res. My dad's full-blooded. But I didn't meet him until I was 30, and that's how I knew I was really Native American. (laughs) I went back on the reservation, and, like, I saw a baby at a bar. And I know that's, like, some old joke, but I legit saw that shit, and I'm like, only on the fucking res. What the hell's going on here? I ate Top Ramen and deer meat. (laughs) That's so fucking Native like fried bologna sandwiches and deer meat and top ramen. 
Let's see. Yeah, it was weird. Like, my brother's six foot, and, like, it was crazy because, like, 10 years ago when I went out there, like, they were celebrating Thanksgiving, and I was just like, that's so fucked. Brother, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's a lady across the street on Thanksgiving. She's white as fuck, knocking on the door, Bible thumping. Are you going to, you know, do something about this? He's just super tall, looks so fucking native, and he just takes a joint. Yeah, I'm going to take care of it. And I was like, no. He goes out there, doesn't do shit. He just talks really nice. Like, everyone's cool out there, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's like the one place that if like there's World War III, like like Trump at the beginning of this year was gonna start World War III, I told my sister, I was like, yeah, he assassinated fucking Soleimani and like he didn't ask for permission and shit's going down with the nuclear warheads. She's like, chill the fuck out. The best place to be is on the res. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> and that's so true. I keep meeting sisters every fucking year. I have like six sisters. One I met last year, that's how I also know my dad is a whore. <laughs> uh, but it's like a friendly surprise. I just get a random fucking phone call. Uh, one sister I knew I had for a couple years, and uh, I was kind of pressured, just call her, just call her. You know, she lives in Chicago. I called her and pretended to be a bill collector. I just have one of those voices. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we met. <laughs> I thought you were going to repo my car. No, I'm your sister. Um, let's see. I'd like to thank um, bacon and butter, copium, uh, copious amounts of cocaine, and a large amount of stress to my future heart attack. I just, I feel like if I say it, I might like throw off the universe and I won't have a heart attack. I don't know. Um, have you ever been so high? Some, someone said, have you ever been so high? I was so high, I thought I was a lesbian. <laughs> That's how you know you're high. Or like, have you ever been so high you felt your spirit like come out of your body and you're like, no! And you're like, get the fuck back here. That's high. Um, I've never been on Tinder. And uh, I had some millennials like adopt me earlier uh, la or late last year. Those motherfuckers were going on three Tinder dates a day, a 10 and a three and a six, just trying to play the numbers, trying to get laid and shit. I was super excited watching them, I'm like you boys. I'm like, okay guys, help me make a fake Tinder profile. It's gonna be funny. And uh, so I had this whole like diatribe I was gonna put in a fucking paragraph and they're like, bitch, no one reads on Tinder. I'm like, what? I don't know, that was shocking for me. For a And that's a wrap. Thanks so much. Jen Garcia. No one reads on Tinder. No one reads in real life, sweet baby. <laughs> no one knows how to read. We've got stuff to we got stuff to say. Yeah, you gotta stay up there. You gotta She's Jen. letting Jose you gotta, in. Jennifer. You gotta She's stay letting Jose in. Oh, okay. Oh. It's the next friendly neighborhood Mexican. Okay. Hey, what's up? Um, what's up, baby? <laughs> All right. Hey, hey. So, uh, Garcia, you killed it. We got, we got comments. Uh, Yo, Jen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to, I would love to hear uh, more about like life on the res. That was super funny when you talked about like them cel like celebrating Thanksgiving. 
on the res. That's hilarious. And that's something like you never meet someone who grew up on. I mean, I feel like I never do. I'm sure you've met a bunch of people. Because you're so white and Exactly. Rich. Yeah. But I feel like pretty, I mean, for most people, it's a pretty rare thing. And so I feel like if you were to talk more about that experience, you could make it really funny and it'd be really interesting for people. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Like, I'd love to hear, like, what your family was, like, saying when they were celebrating Thanksgiving. Like, that is, like, right? like uh, you know. I don't know. My sister was just busy cooking. And they have, like, this great Minnesota accent. She's like, I'm putting the sausage in the bag or some shit. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's What's just such an ironic situation. It's hilarious, you know. I enjoyed, uh, in the beginning, you were talking about uh, we're in the 1600s. We're walking through shit. Uh, that happens in the tenderloin. So you can actually <laughs> right. make, you can make like an homage from the 1600s and talk about how it's actually happening right now. Like in the 1600s like when you're walking through shit. Yeah, anyone who kills themselves in the tenderloin right now, th those are the only people that'll get a free pass. Exactly, because they're literally walking through shit just like the 1600s. Yeah, I see that. Um, I enjoyed, I think Top Ramen with deer meat is an amazing punchline and I would give it many many seconds for everyone because you just rolled right over it and it was like yeah. you just said top ramen with deer meat <laughs> so like fucking Hellenated. stop and keep saying it again deer meat <laughs> deer she's 100% right that's super funny yeah it was that was very very funny Thank you. Uh, bill collection questions. Yes. So, so bill collection questions, you've got to have three questions. You open yourself up for a joke. Bill collection questions, you, you can ask anything. Like, why did you buy, like, what, <laughs> this, how much did this dragon dildo cost? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you can go back to some of your other jokes. But when you talk about those bill collection questions, there's no reason for you not to ask three questions. Right. That and you know what's interesting is when I did make that call, my sister had just, um, she was in Chicago and she had just seen a mugging where someone had gotten like stabbed or something. And so I was on one line trying to collect on her car and she was like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? I just saw someone get stabbed, sister. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. And that was our first conversation, like, just so weird. But I have enough of them just, like, pouring out of everywhere. Like, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Pick three funny questions for the bill collector to ask. Like, uh, when was the last time your sister was stabbed? Or something. Um, I, um, you did a cocaine joke, and I feel like you could say, I feel like Robin Williams. Think, pick, pick any star from the 80s that pretty much died of cocaine. Um, who was the guy whose heart exploded? John Ritter. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Like, because uh, his heart exploded from cocaine. That was just that cocaine joke. Get the fuck back here. So oh, get the fuck back here, soul. There's an act out there. Like, your soul is leaving your body and oh, it's yeah. like on a tether and you can like literally like grab up to the heavens and try to get your soul back into your body. Yeah, just pretend there's a balloon on a string and like do an act out. Why not? You don't do a lot of act outs, but they're fun. Uh, play the numbers lottery. No one reads. I don't know what that means anymore. I don't remember. But I wrote down play the numbers lottery. No one reads. It doesn't. That. That oh, doesn't help play at the all. numbers was probably about Tinder. They were definitely oh, playing, right, the playing the numbers. Yeah, okay. that was amazing to see. All right, thanks guys. I was just going to say, in a nuclear fallout in which we are exchanging warheads with Russia, a lot of our warheads are going to come from reservations. Like we have a lot of nuclear silos on Native American land. BLM, thank you, BLM. Yeah, it's going to be some like road that's going to open up and a warhead's going to fly out of it.
just like a flying eagle dropping a nuke, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's where the fucking warheads are coming from, not going to. Yes, yes. I I liked your presence tonight. And flying eagle dropping uh, nuke is a great name, <laughs> like for a baby. That's, like that's when funny. you don't Native Americans name Native their baby name. whatever's outside, like dropping nuke, flying. I loved your stage presence tonight. You you really you know you just like you were Thanks. there. You were you were in the moment. You were in the room. You weren't in your head. You weren't in your notebook. I was in my notebook tonight. Uh, you were not. You rocked it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Jen Garcia, yay! What? No, um, we'd like to welcome Jose, to the stage. No, the Jose guy. Pamela. Oh, he's, not a, he's not a comedian. Who is he? Oh no, no, it's fine. You don't have to be here. I didn't know. I thought he was a comedian. All right, now That's, coming to the stage, she's gonna oh, talk about her pussy. Welcome, no, Pam Benjamin, everyone. <laughs> I actually do I talk about my pussy all the time, Jack? I don't. I don't think I do that. Speaking of edibles, I got some. Oh, that's nice. I actually didn't bring any edibles tonight. Surprisingly, I ate my own edibles earlier. I've got the puff pastry. This week, I'm I'm gonna be for Christmas. Me and my cats are gonna eat at Beef Wellington. I can't with it. pot <laughs> pastry outside the beef wellington. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about What? How many milligrams are they? And there's 500 in the bag, and there's probably like. Yeah, I didn't know Jose was coming with the plug. I got more. There's probably like 20, 20 a piece. All right, I'm in. Cool. No, I don't have to. No, well, I mean, yeah. We'll see what the fuck it's about. No, it's fine. I eat No, I'm not that crazy. I already, I already took like 50 milligrams today. So, so when the guy today was asking me to look at his dick, I was like, thank God I'm super high because I was walking on the street and an African American gentleman decided to sort of accost me and like tell me I looked cute or whatever. And I'm like, that's nice, but I didn't ask that from you and he followed me around for like three blocks and he showed i didn't look at his dick but he pulled his dick out of his pants first he pulled out all of his drugs out of his pants he's like do you want this honey do you want this do you want this i got all of this and i wasn't looking to all of his things he's like do you want a sip of this you want this i was like no and then he pulled out his dick and he's like you want to see my red button and i was like no and i kept walking And I saw some security guards and I like gave them the eyes like help me and nobody helped me. But you know what? In in the security guards defense, they watched a guy shoot up on fucking federal property the other day and they didn't do anything about that either. So I'm not whatever like they are not worried about me. It was fine. I crossed the street. It was that easy. But I did feel. I did feel a little remiss about not giving that African-American gentleman all of my time and attention because any man that asks me for attention, if I'm not giving it to him, I'm obviously a cunt, right? Because every man deserves all of my attention anytime he asks for it. Because the guy on the street, because of course the way I'm oh, I'm wearing leggings. Oh, I'm wearing leggings and a cute outfit today. So of course I want your attention and I want you to talk about me. And I'm so after you because I want you to tell me that I'm a pretty person. Oh no, because I don't have any self-esteem of my own and without you 
telling me that I'm good looking. What do I do with my life, crackhead? What could I possibly, how could I possibly have self-esteem without you telling me that I'm a good looking person? Oh my God, with my gray hair and me not wearing makeup, I'm not good enough unless you tell me I am guy on the fucking street who's doing crack and wants to show me his dick. Like, you offer me 17 bucks to blow you? Fuck your face. You think I'm worth $17? My God, I was married. Like, and he didn't even give me enough money. Are you kidding me? I like me? to imagine. Like, I, I bought the house, and I, I still. I like. I like to imagine that he had like nineteen dollars, and he was like, "All right, I'll give this bitch seventeen. I'll keep she's two. Gonna bargain. <laughs> she's gonna bargain. She's gonna bargain a little bit, because, and then. Because wow, wow. I would blow I... someone for seventeen dollars. It's a lot of money, you know. It depends on the cock. I would I would do it for more as well. I, <laughs> and how about this? I've paid my rent through May next year, so I don't need anybody's fucking help. And you're about no, to get I would never bucks need to too. suck dick for money. Not that there's anything wrong with sex work, and I totally appreciate it. But but it should have a W-2, just like every other job. They call it the oldest profession, but nobody respects it. Oh, we it's do. the oldest profession in the world, except that you don't get any W-2, 501k. You What's get Kyle's joke about that? He's like the oldest profession. I feel like farming. No, you, could be a wife. The oldest you could be a wife for 30 years. You can be a wife for 30 years, and your husband can be like, hey, a lot of money, and, I, and fuck you, you're old. And they can divorce you. You can get nothing. You don't have any you have no social security kyle was like if, if, get rid of you. if prostitution was the because oldest profession as a woman oh you're done that means at babies. some point someone what was like hey listen you're a prostitute i'm a prostitute how are we gonna pay each other <laughs> if you're if, if your worth as a person is only sex then you should be paid legitimately for that work and if you're not like what is what is work? Why is some work worth money and some work isn't? And why is passing around memos and making fucking code? That's real, except girls that fuck for money, they don't actually get anything? Oh. Well, there's engineers do. at Pornhub that get paid a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and are the, the women at Pornhub getting paid equitably? No. No, they're not. Maybe, no, but the woman on OnlyFans are getting paid a lot. never passed. How about this? The only time change happens with through revolution, and the only re- reason revolution happens is because of violence, and women didn't get the ERA in the 70s because women don't want to perpetuate violence. What's an ERA? Because there's a fucking play. Men, well, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. I think we should also just take a moment to recognize the fact that men are much better at violence than women are. No, I, I do not think that's true. Amen. I do not think that's true. Are, I do not are, think that's true. If we do one thing well, it I is violence. I, I wow. promise that's not true. That's absolutely true. No way. Women are way better at violence. Are you kidding You guys are fucking crazy. Women are crazy. Get Mike Bonds on the mic. The, thing, the, the things, I'm not saying men aren't fucking psychopaths that are abusive pieces of shit. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that women could fuck up a dude methodically and violently oh do and you have very, feelings very, that you never show very, oh my god do you have painful. emotions that you never show oh Pam, no if you, are my Pam, emotions if you pull off my oh, fucking if you, you take, you, if you take a pair of pliers I have no emotions and I'm a guy except I'm so deeply hurt if you take a pair of needle nose pliers to my fucking toenails I'm going to show you all the emotion you want well, you're gonna it's show one emotion, which it's is painful. pain. Yeah, it's painful. I'm not. Hold on. I'm not saying. What about the toenails in my heart, asshole? Wow! 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 <laughs> how did you get toenails in your heart, asshole? I want to know how you got your. 
Yeah. Something John with that. Casey, bro. Yeah. No, John Wayne Gacy did not get his dick cut off. He he molested. He, he John Wayne Gacy molested little boys and shoved their clothes down their throats. Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt right. chopped off her husband's dick because he was cheating on her and she was very mad. Yeah. Listen, both of them got their dicks cut off. One emotionally, one physically. No, uh, women, women in the sex industry. I like what you said. Uh, the the change. Mark, have you ever fucked a prostitute? Yeah, many. Many? Uh, oh my god. Good what and was pay the best them. No, so the cool. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you this, and then I'll tell you the, the, my first prostitute story, which I didn't pay them. They paid me. It was fantastic. I was the prostitute. So, um, so wow. sex work. Sex wow. work. I got game and dick, boy. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, so I that. in the sex work industry. In the sex work industry. Women, uh, there's like, there's two sides, right? There's two sides to every, every coin. Some women get paid very, very well. And then there's, there's women who do not get paid well by the industry. And then, and, and my goal in, in, in becoming He's a manager women. and a, a becoming, Ooh, that sexy motherfucker right there. Ooh, Jonathan about to pay you for some sex work, boy. So, uh, when it comes to the industry, the industry's fucked. And we can all agree with that. The sex work industry is fucked. And the beautiful thing about being the last independent strip club in San Francisco, the crazy horse, and being the person who, who runs, you know, essentially runs that fucking club, I have been tasked with being the Bernie Sanders of strip clubs in this city. Oh my how God. many? Uh, I got a question. Can gonna, you make t-shirts so, that say you're the Bernie so Sanders? It's, it's like it's like they're on their way. But crazy if you go, you're talking about the crazy horse. That's legal sex work, right? But that's how right. much of that shit is under the table? That's what I've always wondered about it. Is you know, if you go to a, a strip club. You know, officer, like, I would much lot. prefer if we had that. <laughs> It's Bug Out Square. It's Tuesday. It's six o'clock. It's uh, <clears throat> it's dark. The the planets are lining up to turn into one. It's uh, the holiday season is upon us, and uh, it's a Christmas show. So dig. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that? Vigilante man, I've been hearing his name all over the land. Uh, this week on Bug House Square, I'm doing a Christmas show, man. What can I tell you? Uh, you know, if you don't dig Christmas music, then, uh, you know, I'd like to offer you a drink or something, but um, I can't right now. No one can. You're just going to have to uh, work through that yourself. So, I'll try to keep it uh, as not, you know, uh, I don't know. It's not like I got like a really super awesome Christmas collection, but uh, I'll try. I'll do the best I can with what I got. And uh, uh, we've got some contributors as well. And I'll throw in some other music. So I, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to be a good two hours, even if you don't dig Christmas music. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, Unite all you working men. Kill him in the river. Some strange man was that a vigilante man. 
Hey, does a vigilante man Hey, does a vigilante man Carry that sword off Shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land
on his boots and powered up, ionic-tronic deutonic microsonic clonic electrode wired to the shins with light emittance. He walked gently in towards the bits of the planet which lit up, tiny microcircuitry with dark matter sucked gently at its side base in a closed gel system, kind of like gel toothpaste with sparkly bits which light up and diffracted light back into receptors along the silver tubing, like an analog amplifier but with a constant impedance as measured around this temporary and reusable photography, negative as it was. Do these things have a dial? He talked out loud to himself. His toes pressed into them a bit and he could hear the batteries powering up as they balanced into each other. Squish! Oh that must be the bank of diodes that need calibration. The wires were dual titanium and copper anodized and operated together to an RC network like an equalizer to let some frequencies pass in either direction and provide signal to ground, which was oddly stored in its own battery. Yes, ground storage was his new toy. He'd been toying around with it at the labs, it was basically this version of compressed activated sediment rock, the thin line mineral traces were flashed like an EPROM onto particles between layers which created their polarity towards each other to simulate veins in rock of any particular metal, depending on the requirements of shortest path to ground for the electrics to charge and discharge into the proper toes. He flipped up his visor, which was auto-picking terrain for him this time, after it trained on his pathways for a bit. He saw some red clay rock flick past, and some other earthy prudential-looking granite. These were just icons for the voltage densities and available spectrum of simulated elements to manage. They also had to be used sequence, so there were two ground batteries to isolate the settings. His toe jiggled just a bit. The sunlight radio began to play. And he walked. As he walked around town, the tiny electrics kept dabs on themselves and the batteries took his light travel direction and began the film. He rang the bell. It was Miranda. She was drenched from the rain, and blotted off her ear with a terry cloth towel. Oh? You got it? She looked down. Good. These guys have been ishing to travel and the notebook is just not doing it for them. You know? They've got some good stories to tell. Just need a bit of balance and some exercise. Here. Hugh took her note and clipped it to his inner pocket with some alligator leads on the college rule portion of the note which then the EGS had chosen to provide their interface. 
here little guys. You'll like it down here. Lots of mineral wealth, and you'll get a chance to recharge, and charge. These guys have been writing poetry for me around the yellow tulip I had from the garden the other day. I think they'll go with your garden variety program, if you don't mind to start. Certainly, I'll see what we're up against. The diagram plating is there for their next spot, wherever they choose to be dropped off. City planning has been wanting a new walkway, and these guys want to be the world. The timings began to calibrate to these guys, who dove right into the perimeter and found their interfaces, placing themselves and signaling back and forward and around, and the battery not hummed. Hugh took a quick peek at the display, and saw his batter levels hit return, and a few lattice topographical snaps seemed to indicate the EGS were setting up towards their bit of light gardening, metallic tulips they placed onto the edges of the diffractions coming off the traces. As electrics hit at the shapes on the wire, being attracted and drawn around, emanating frequencies onto the other lattices, and so forth. They seemed pleased, and so was Q. He felt solid for the first time in weeks, and likewise, our friends had refound his grounded electrics. I'll walk with you, just give me a second. She left him in her entryway and she walked back a bit to get dressed. Q eyed the clock on her wall. It doesn't seem to move. She shouted from the next room. You know it's an antique and I thought I'd leave it like that. The vacuum is still good. I had it checked. Hugh tapped on the glass and the wooden case for second, and though of three blind mice. He looked down, no mice. No cheese. That's why Miranda spouted back. Why what? She walked back into the room, buttoning her white shirt with faux pearl buttons. It's why there's no cheese. No point for mice when the clock is vacuum sealed she grinned at his feet, and flashed her own folded note which she stashed in her purse. Here. This is so we can communicate. They strolled for a bit, and she brought up some maths and figures, and some of the paper she'd been working on, column inch at a time. It's about what these guys wrote me. A continuation of a continuum of poetry. Do you want to hear some? She patted her bag, and read a few verses while they walked. The EGS jiggled slightly in Q's boots, as they danced quietly on, and on her paper. She looked into it. They appear satisfied with their work. And the connection is made. They walk. Time seemed to slow down for a bit, and the two walked around the glimmer for a bit of each other's company. She held his hand. He told her more about the project, and things upcoming for the lab they'd be working at for the summer. Just built she said, and more of these guys if they like it. I mean the glass is fit for the in the ground batteries are going to replicate out of these samples. Hope they have the memory. And the drive, if you know what I mean. She did. That's what this poetry was about. They had been working on a rose petal for a while, and seemed to think they knew all about love. At least from the petal's perspective. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it, and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at AnalogSubmission.com. Let's watch. 
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento. At and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff, 
talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n o-n-s-k-i-n-s dot com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in talk to under at skinonskins.com at 20th and mission check him out at skinonskins.com